Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and I'm here today with platinum-selling entertainer and hit songwriter, Jamie O'Neill. Hi, Jamie. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. I'm by the beach. How bad could it be? Right? Oh, that is nice. <laughs> Where are you based? Are you in Nashville? Yeah, I'm in Brentwood, which is just ah. outside. I'm about 10 miles from there. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you that I listened to your new song, The World Goes On. Everybody in my house was dancing to it. Oh, And I had to listen to it multiple times because it was so awesome. So congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, it seems to be getting a good reaction. And really, I mean, that's all you can hope for. It's, you know, you put out a song and you'll think, I hope people can, you know, resonate with this song, connect to it, maybe feel good for three and a half minutes and want to hear it again you know yeah I'm with you it's so interesting I was reading the notes with the song and it's literally what I think every day I'm like okay the sun is shining like that's I'll take that as a win (laughs) yeah that's so true and like the birds you know I wish I could be like my dogs or the birds or you know just that feeling of you know life is great and they're happy to our dogs are just happy to go for a walk and be with us Yes, they have simpler, like, hopes and needs, I guess. <laughs> I know. I wish, the, I wish humans did. <laughs> humans complicate everything, don't we? Right, exactly. So can you share a little bit about the inspiration behind the song and um, how you feel about you know, it now that it's in the we, world? I've, I've loved this song. We wrote it a while back, and um, I never put it out. And then when the pandemic happened in the beginning, I wasn't even thinking about anything in the first couple of weeks. I was just so kind of fearful and stuck in this rut of watching the news and then just going to sleep. And then when I'd wake up in the morning, I didn't want to get out of bed. I just wanted to escape. And then I'd finally get up and, you know, I wouldn't go anywhere. And it it was like everyone was like that. You know, it was day after day watching the news, getting all the information Mm -hmm. because it kept changing and evolving and growing. And there were so many different comments and press conferences and everything but then you know about three weeks into it I started thinking I am not I can't do this anymore you know it's just not making me happy I want to I want to feel happy and I want to I want to get some hope back and and have faith because this is not how we're supposed to be and I did feel better going outside and being in nature and you know looking up at the sky and you know if I were lucky enough like you I'd be looking at the ocean Mm -hmm. going look how big the ocean is you know how can we question everything when we see this magnificence in front of us that God has given us? And it goes on every day. Every day the sun comes up and every day the world is still turning and, and things are going on. People are right now going through the hardest time I've ever known. And as a, as a universe, um, mm-hmm. my dad and even my grandmother, who's 97, you know, they've never seen anything like this. But I think that we get through it, anything and everything, and I think it makes us stronger, and I think um, this too shall pass. You know, it's like people have been saying we're not in the same boat, but we're in the same storm, hmm. and I think that's right. so true. That's interesting. I think a, a song like this, too, like, I find this, when I'm going through a really hard time, there'll be a lyric that I'm like, okay. I'm just going to put that on like replay in my head because it's going to reassure me that I can make it through this. And 
yeah. yeah, it's it helps people to get through the hard times. It's really powerful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, so I, I rewrote um, the song to fit the pandemic. Ah, and okay. So, and so this is a song you had from a while ago, and then you said, yeah. oh, wait, this is fitting in with the way the world is today. Ah, interesting. Right. I was like, you know, I was hearing so many sad songs, and I was working on my own album, which was songs of breakups and love falling in love and you know different things different emotions when it comes to relationships and some fun songs i've got a song on there which is a funny song it's called prettiest wreck and it's like you know I'm, i might be falling apart but everyone will be like oh who does her hair you know so <laughs> it's just like a fun song about falling apart but I looking hear good while, you do, while you do it <laughs> yeah i'll send you that what do they it's say really it's funny. better to to look marvelous than to feel marvelous <laughs> <laughs> yeah at my age i might disagree with that but um <laughs> As soon as you get older, you start getting the aches and pains. Where did this come from? Why is this doing this? You know, but damn, you look good. How is this possible? (laughs) But yeah, so it has a lot of different sides to it. The Mm -hmm. album because there's some seriousness, and yet yet there's the lighthearted song of that one, and then there's this one that's more of a world message. Mm -hmm. And um, and yeah, it's been exciting to finish off a body of work finally. That's like my originals and then also re-recorded my hits in kind of a different way and that album's called now and then right and right do you have any idea when it's going to be available in the world i think i think september or october we're looking at okay yeah Yeah, it's so interesting i've been talking to people who have been releasing music during this time and you know i feel like we need we need new music. We need new inspiration, but it's such a weird time for people to I know to push know. out new creative projects. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you share a little bit about um, maybe maybe your writing um, method or style? I mean, we're on the American Songwriter Podcast Network now, so we'll have a lot of songwriters. People oh yeah, I did, songs. Um, I did an interview with them. That was great. Yeah, yeah. So they're just a great resource for people who are into songwriting. So I'm wondering, from um, your perspective, like what inspires you? How do you approach it? Are you like a lyrics person, um, or you no? I'm definitely a me- <laughs> I'm a melody person for sure. Uh-huh. I can write. I can write some lyrics by myself, but normally the lyrics kind of go when we're in a room together and you're just bouncing mm-hmm. back and forth with ideas. Um, but I'm more of a melody person that will, a melody will come into my head and then I'll just like put it down maybe with a loop behind it and have a title and say, Hey guys, I have this idea and then get together with other writers and then it's kind of whatever comes out, but I can be inspired in the room by just even a lick that someone's playing Mm -hmm. on guitar. That'll make me think of a melody. And then we'll be like, Hey, does this title, I've got this title that kind of fits the melody. So it usually starts with a melody or some music first and for me and mm-hmm. the people I write with. I've never, we've never written lyrics first. Yeah, that's interesting. Ever. And I think it's more the country way. I think, yeah, I really think people start, I think if you're Jackson Brown, you know, you sit down at the piano and it just comes out as a stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. But if you're in Nashville, the normal kind of thing is, hey, listen to this groove, listen to this riff, listen to this melody i've got that's kind of haunting and sometimes people and most most great writers have pages of 
titles. Right. So I've been wanting right. to write this title, and that melody fits this title. Right. It makes me feel like this. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is about this song, The World Goes On, is that my co-writer Shay Smith and I were talking about how there are those times you go through in life, and I think that one of the hardest things about, you know, this life is grief of grieving, you know, mm-hmm. missing someone, mm-hmm. either uh, you lose someone like my grandfather or, you know, a parent or a pet even. And that grief that you go through is the same type of feeling I was talking about where you just don't want to get be- out mm-hmm. of bed and you can't find the purpose. You can't find the reason enough to want to be out there um, acting like everything's okay. Cause that, that is, that's a tough thing. Yeah. Like, putting your best face on acting like everything else is okay. And in the music business, especially, I was just talking about this with Blair Garner yesterday that, um, you know, we get trained with media training. Our artists do in the Mm -hmm. beginning of their careers. And, and even people like Blair, who's on radio, you know, we're taught to be politically correct. We're taught to be, everything must be great. You know, don't, don't focus on the negative, always be positive, focus on the product, your, your music and talk about, yourself but you know that's not really how we normally feel like that's not how we what we feel like doing we feel like well some people don't feel like sharing but I'm I'm one of those people (laughs) that kind of wears my heart on my sleeve and I think a lot of people just kind of want to talk about well hey this is happening to me and what do you how are you feeling about this have you been through this and then that banter that you get back and forth even if it's on comments on Facebook or comments from fans at gigs that'll come up and say you know I lost my grandmother and somebody's hero means a lot to me because she was in a nursing home and that song always makes me think of her I think those real emotions and the authenticity of being yourself and being real is what everybody wants that's what we want to hear when we when we watch something listen to something listen to a song or listen to a podcast is we want to we want to hear real stuff we don't want to if you shove things down and you're not sharing who you really are and what you think about things, it's just very surfacy, you know, and I think that that's the yeah. way business was years ago, but now we, everything's changed and all of that is kind of thrown out. And now we have, we can have a voice and the voice can be real. And that's important to me. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how you make a real connection with somebody and make people realize, you know, nobody's life is perfect. Like it's okay to, you know, Mm -hmm. be sad, have a hard day. Um, you know, share that with people. I I think you're right. That was sort of the, the old school way. And also in politics too. I mean, not in the last couple of weeks, but (laughs) (laughs) thankfully like people are like, wait, there's something wrong here. Um, but you know, they're trained to, um, change the subject into the thing they want to talk about and be so scripted and um you know there's the real life going on out there and it's hard right yeah it's beautiful and it's hard and it's a million things and you know i think i think fans and people in general just appreciate when you share something real like that i agree i agree and and the connection i mean I know for me, like when I have been in meet and greets, sometimes it's before you go on stage. And so, you know, when you're going out to sing, it's kind of like that one focus that you want to be able to do a great job. Mm -hmm. And the meet and greets, 
when they're before the show, if someone walks up with like a really moving story, it's tough to keep oh, it together. I mean, yeah. I've had husbands talk about losing their wives and giving me like breast cancer pins and, oh and I gosh. absolutely dissolved into tears and I'm like, Oh my God, how am I going to go on? Right. And I had to go on. I, had I just warmed up right and I got to sing and now like I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. And now my makeup looks like Tammy Faye Baker's mascara streaking on my face. Thank you. Yeah. But I even think like the fans don't care. You'll be like, oh, you could walk on stage and say, this just happened. This is why I look like this. And people will be like, oh, that's, that's amazing. You know? Like, yeah. But they go. care when you start singing and you sing out of tune well, because yes. you can't control your emotions. You <laughs> because if you, I don't know how anybody does it. I was thinking about this for Broadway. They, they can cry, but they can still right? sing. And that's not normal. Like the, I couldn't do that. That's the actress in them. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Anyway, for me, if I went out there and I was crying, you would be like, that is the most out of tune singing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, that, yeah, you're right. That's got to take a crazy amount of control to be Absolutely. able to, to cry and sing at the same time. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about like revisiting some of your, your hits on this album. Like, how did you feel about revisiting those songs? And did you... Did you change anything? I, I didn't get to hear them yet, so I'm curious. Yeah, well, they're not quite finished, so mm-hmm. that's probably why you haven't heard yeah. them. I have all the originals finished. If I did, um, it would be a miracle. I'd have future powers. <laughs> right. Yeah, you'd have ESP. That's right. Um, we did do them a little bit differently, especially Somebody's Hero. I feel like that's really, really cool and different. But I think the other ones, you know, you'll know that, it's not like I re-recorded them exactly the same. They're going to be a little bit different, but they're not too different to go, whoa, that's a completely different version of that song. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I like when people put just a little bit of spin on it. Where yeah, I'm with you. It's not because, you know, I could listen to the original if I wanted to hear it sound just like that. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I too, I'm with you. I, I just heard Carly Pierce's um, Dixie Chicks song. Um, I think it's Cowboy Take Me Away. It's so good. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, lo- I love Carly Pierce. She's so good. And, and of course, the Dixie Chicks, I mean, they were just unbelievable when they came out mm-hmm. and they were fresh and new and spunky and they just had great, their harmonies and the instruments and everything. They sounded great. And I love their new music too. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hey, so when you've written, um, you've written songs for some big, um, stars i guess you'd call them reba mcintyre martina mcbride like did you write with them or did you just or did you write for them did you have them in mind when you were writing no not at all not at all and as a matter of fact i had been on tour with them both and i was able to you know keep in contact with them um but it's always a surprise when you Mm -hmm. hear yeah they actually cut it and i remember talking to reba when she was in the studio and she had cut Pink Guitar, and she was looking at cutting another one of my songs, but it didn't make the album. But I was like, okay, that is fine. I got one on there. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a win. Um, how has it been going? I know that the um, song, the professional songwriting industry has been kind of tough lately. How have you found that? Is it improved at all? Is it... I think yeah. it's really hard for artists and performers at my level because we live off of our money that we make on the road. I mean, honestly, mm. you know, there's some people who can take a year off and they're fine, you know. 
Um, but still it's all relative to what your lifestyle is and whether you can do that, you know, safely, but it's like in March, they basically told us, you know, there go your shows. And I don't know what's going to happen for the fall. I don't know if my shows are going to come back. Like right now I have one in June in Florida at the Mm -hmm. end of this month. And then I have one in September. Um, and so it's like, okay, you know, I can't survive on two shows a year. I'll clearly, um, so I'm hoping that, you know, please God, don't let us get a second wave. Don't let us have to close everything down again, but they haven't opened back up yet where they're allowing concerts in theaters and casinos and places that I would play. Those, those aren't open as of yet. And right now they're allowing only two people on stage. So you can't go out with your band. Oh man. Yeah. Um, so I don't know when things are going to change. I, you know, it's, I don't know many promoters that are going to be like, Oh, I'm fine with a 50% capacity. They're not going to want to put on a show. Right. So those theaters are going to either sit empty or they're going to go to a lower priced show that doesn't have artists with any kind of name. They might just put on something else. Right. It's such a weird place. Yeah. Very difficult. I, I feel like, you know, you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't, you know, it's like you want to yeah. get out there and but then there's all these, you know, aside from like the health, you know, risks and those issues, there's all kinds of other complications for musicians to be able to resume. Absolutely. It's a really tough position. Have you been doing um, like online like Skype or co-writes and stuff? Have you been able to continue to write? In that way? No, I really haven't been doing that because I've been so busy recording and, mm. and you know, my husband mixing and then just doing different interviews like this for the single and photos and just there's a lot that goes along with putting out the new music. And so I've kind of stuck to doing that. And like I have a live stream tonight that's, you know, mm. with one country. Um, and I haven't, so I haven't really been writing and I'd love to get back to that, but I'm not in a place with some time to do it right now. Yeah. I think it's a little tough too. Like I found myself, I'm a singer songwriter too. I mean, you know, just oh, for fun, but yeah. I haven't really wanted to write anything or pick up my guitar. Like life is so discombobulated. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, um, I felt like that, um, as well in the early days of this whole thing. Yeah. You know, it was just like, wow, I just can't get myself together. I don't feel like singing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's a little bit, it's you know it's been what like oh, three months now, so I feel like oh, may, is this the new normal? If it is, I better rethink like everything I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's so weird. Well, thanks so much for joining me, and I'm so excited to share your music with the world. Um, and stay well. Bye bye. <laughs>